<laughs> I decided to come in on this side that time because last time I came in on the other side, remember? And you giggled at that one. And I thought, if okay, well, if I come in on this side right over top of my caricature here, then you'll giggle even louder. Did you giggle even louder? Welcome to Doodle Bible School. Thank you for being here. Yes, if it sounds like I'm singing the bass note, it <clears throat> is accurate because I don't know. <coughs> Our family. Gotta have to do the Tarzan thing. Oh. Uh, our family's really been under it. I mean, everybody. Well, except for Cindy's dad. He lives with us, but he's closed himself off on that other side of the house. But my mom and dad, who live just a few steps from our house, my whole family, we have had it. I'm telling you. NyQuil and fevers and whoop, whoop, doodle bottle school. So if I sound a little raspy, it's because I am. Ha! Here we go. We have been studying basic Bible for uh, the whole year, and uh, we're getting close to the end of it. Uh, I had intended this entire year that we would spend it in Genesis, and we have. It's generally Genesis. <laughs> That's the title. Generally Genesis, and we all this it's part of the Restoration School of Biblical Studies. I'm so very thankful for all the folks who use this material. We have a lot of folks in foreign countries, uh, Uganda, India, uh, Kenya, etc., etc., that use this material. And most of them are adults. I'm assuming they're also using it with young people, but it just really means the world to me that uh, we can put out this material for free. Folks can use it as we study Genesis. Look at there. All right, here we go. As you know, the first thing that we always do is this little guy, he pops up here and he says to us, hey, let's do the doodle. And so we do the doodle. And that means that I need to get my doodle later and I need to get my doodle tutor. And I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? First of all, we review. Watch it. Watch it review. Are you watching it? There's it. There. Oh, oh, oh. 36, 37, 38. Oh, here we go. We are into 47. 47. I'll have to show you the four here in just a moment. Now remember, one of the ways to remember the themes in these chapters is that the uh, camel, I've got to call it a donkey. <laughs> the camel, if you turn it upside down, it becomes a four, all right? And the camel was to represent the brothers of Joseph, okay? They come to Egypt for the first time, then they got to go back to Egypt, then we got the whole cup in the sack thing, you know, and then jo Joseph reveals himself. But you might recall that Jacob's icon is the little, uh, what do you call it, uh, chef-looking dude. And that's supposed to be Esau, okay? Because remember, he did a lot of, he was the kind of a mama's boy, and he did a lot of cooking and whatever, maybe. But anyhow, Jacob, as an old man, he's going to be transported down to Egypt. Well, in 37, you can see the seven, obviously, okay? Uh, in 37, Joseph is going to manage the rest of the family. Because you might remember, last time when we talked about it, we're going to get them to Egypt, but there's still like five years of the famine left. And so we got we got a little period here that Joseph's going to have to take care of business, not just for his family, but for everybody. All right, now you'll notice our little thing. We've got the, the uh, typical, uh, let's go like this here. I don't know how Gabriel does that. He's so good at this kind of thing. I'm not. He's so fancy and everything. All right, you got a sleeve coming out here. Oh, whatever. All right, another sleeve, whatever. All right, and this is torn down here because this is Jake uh, Joseph's coat. Remember? All right. 
Well, over here, we're going to actually put out a hand, okay? So he's going to put out his hand, and in his hand, uh, I, don't, I didn't leave as much space there, did I? Oh, baloney breath. Let's just go with it this way. This will work. And yeah, that's supposed to be a bowl. <laughs> it doesn't look like it. It looks like his hand's way out there. But anyhow, and he's got wheat coming up out of here, okay? Wheat coming up out of there. And this, of course, is the seven. Okay, you can see the seven pretty readily. The four is supposed to be this. See? Can you see it now? You see the four? It's supposed to be that. It's, I think it's a pretty good clue, but I'm just not a very good doodlator, and my throat hurts. And so when your throat hurts, you don't doodle well. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Anyhow, there you go. So what we're going to do is we're going to put the old doodlatator right over there. <coughs> And Joseph is going to manage the rest of the time that they have with the famine. That's what's going to happen in Genesis chapter 47. He's going to manage the rest of the, of the famine. So, if you're going to be tested upon segment number one, by way of a pretest, what's the theme of Genesis chapter 47? Joseph manages the rest of the famine. Very good. And can you doodle the clue? Clearly, you can, because clearly I made a mess of my screen, and you've done much better on yours than I did. But there you go. Okay. Segment number one is in the books. Very good. Let's be silly for a moment. Which is the cutest season of all? Now, before we deal with that, let's just go. What's your favorite season of the year? A lot of folks like spring. And i got to be honest with you, I love spring. I like to see the buds and, you know, and the, the things that starting to get warm again. I love spring. <coughs> and you would think, after all that I go through, you wouldn't think I liked it. But fall is my, I love fall. I love to see it kind of finally settle down. I used to play football. So in the fall, you know, football comes on. And you know, I don't, I just, I like the fall. It, that's mine. But what is the cutest that's what we're asking here. Not your favorite. What's the cutest season of all? Well, the cutest season of all is clearly autumn. See, did you guys see the leaf? Did you see the leaf come? Did, did you see it? You want me to do it again? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Watch it. He's going to, the leaf is going to come down here. But the answer to our thing, the cutest season of all is autumn. Kind of cute. I thought it was kind of cute. Watch it. Leaf, leaf, leaf. Doing, doing. <laughs> I took some time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I put that together, the leaf thing. You know what I'm saying? For you. Autumn. Autumn. That's the cutest season of the year. All right, let's make a memory and stick it right in his old head here. You ready? All right, for making a memory, we're going to have... Mrs. Joseph, oops, Mrs. Joseph, say to Mr. Joseph, I don't know if I can do it, honey. Mr. Joseph says, you got this, my dear. All you got to do is say each line five times. So I get out the way, and what you find here is Genesis chapter 47 and verse 14. That's your memory verse for this fine chapter. And Joseph gathered up, and Joseph gathered up, and Joseph gathered up, and Joseph gathered up, and Joseph gathered up. Now you know the first line. Look at that. And you've only got 73 other lines to memorize. That's not that many. That's not that many. 
and Joseph gathered up. So you got the first line. Then you move on to the next one. Then you add the two together. And then if that doesn't stick in your old head, what you can do is you can leave out key words here. You know, like I've told you, write it on a sticky note, post it all over the house, and then you'd be every time you pass by, you got to fill in the key word. And that'll help you to remember. And Joseph, was it gathered up? I think it was. Let's go back and find out. Yeah, look at us. And Joseph gathered up. So smart. So smart. You and me, so smart. So for segment number, dosi, two, where did Jason, Joseph, not Jason, where did Joseph take the money that he was given in exchange for the grain? You probably didn't know because I didn't read the whole verse, but it's in your memory verse. Go back and read it again and you'll find the answer to this one's rather simple. Where did Joseph, he took the money that they gave him for the grain, where does he take it? It's in the verse. Read it. Let's be silly. Love this guy. What happened? I don't know. Here he is. Ha! Ah, there's my buddy. Oh, we got to get our man, our drawing out of the way because he's moving up our passage there. There is time to laugh, and that time is right now, folks. There's my buddy. He's losing a little weight, but we love him. Oh, boy, oh, boy, another silly. Here's your silly for today, guys. What do cats eat for dessert? Cats, dessert, what do they eat? Well, when cats eat dessert, they clearly eat chocolate mousse. They're not mousse, mouse. <laughs> it's really pronounced mousse, isn't it? You're supposed to pronounce it. That's not even the right spelling, but it, I, I blew that one. I'm sorry, guys. I've got a lot of stuff in my nose, and I can't get it out right. All right, chocolate mouse. That's what a cat loves for dessert. By the way, the next joke is also a cat joke. I was kind of on a cat theme this week. So there you go. All right, you've been silly. Now, okay, let's move back in. Segment number three. Ponder a passage. Sit by the pond and ponder while you say, hmm. So we're going to take a passage... A more than a memory verse. We're going to take a lengthy part of that passage. We're going to put it on the screen, and we're going to say, okay, what can we learn from this? You ready? Okay. Well, here you go. Here's the passage that we're going to talk about. I'll get back over here. Here's our little clue thing of a jiggy. All right, see the four? You see the seven. Good deal. All right, in Genesis 47... Then Joseph brought in Jacob, his father, and stood him before Pharaoh. So, big meeting time. Pharaoh has been really good to Joseph. And in the, I think it was the previous chapter, it actually said that Joseph's kind of like a father to Pharaoh. So, does that mean Pharaoh was old, or was, it, was a younger man? I don't know. Does it mean that Jacob was in charge of all the stuff, and so he's kind of a, like a paternal Oversight? Yeah, I'm sure that was part of it. But anyhow, now Jacob, the real dad, is going to get to meet Pharaoh. And that's a big deal because Pharaoh is like the main guy in the world. He's like the most powerful dude right now. And Jacob, it says, blesses Pharaoh. Now that's really an odd statement because remember, Jacob is not the ruler of the world. He's not the head of Egypt. Jacob has come to Egypt because he doesn't have any food. So he's kind of coming begging for food. But yet it's Jacob who's going to bless Pharaoh. 
really kind of interesting, isn't it? Because God is the one who really provides the blessing here. And if you're on the side of God, you're the one who's going whether you've got a lot of money or not, doesn't matter who you meet. If you're God's man, don't you be ashamed to meet anybody. Because nobody's more famous, more powerful than God. And he's your father. Okay. Well, Jacob is going to go in and he's going to bless Pharaoh. And who knows what he's going to say, but he probably has, you know, thank you so much for taking care of my boy. Thank you for letting him, you know, so much stuff here in Egypt. Thank you for letting us come down here. You know, a lot of that kind of stuff. And Pharaoh said to Jacob, how many are the days of the years of your life? And Jacob said to Pharaoh, the days of the years of my sojourning are 130 years. So he's 130 years old. And that's a lot. That's old. Okay. That's older than me. And, uh, being that he's that old, he realizes that he's getting close to the end of his life. But he's going to say here he's having having to live as, as old as some of his family members because he says, few and evil have been the days of the years of my life, and they have not attained to the days of the years of the life of my fathers and the days of their sojourning. And so he's going to live. And if I did my math right, and I probably didn't because I'm not a very good math guy, but I think he lived 17 more years in Egypt. So he's going to die at like 147 or something like that. Almost 150 years old. That's a lot of, a lot of years. And Jacob blessed Pharaoh. That's the second time that happened, isn't it? And went out from his presence of Pharaoh. Then Joseph settled his father and his brothers and gave them possession of the land of Egypt and the best of the land. Joseph's going to take care of his folks. Gave him the best of the land in the land of Ramses as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph provided his father, his brothers, and all his house, father's household with food according to the number of their descendants. Now, there was no food in all the land, for the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished by reason of the famine. So nobody's got anything. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they bought. So now Joseph has got these big grain bins. Folks need food. And so they come to him, they give him money. He says, here's your sack of grain. And in the process, he is going to collect a lot of money for Pharaoh. By the end of this process, Pharaoh is going to be a very, very rich individual. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. By the way, that's your memory verse. And that's where he brings the money, into Pharaoh's house. So Joseph brought all, excuse me. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. For all the Egyptians sold their fields because of the famine was so severe on them, so severe on them, and the land became Pharaoh's. Now between see that dot 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 between this verse and this, I couldn't get it on the screen. There's a couple of things that trans transpire. First of all, they're going to start out uh, buying the grain, then they're going to run out of money, and so they're going to come to Joseph and they're going to say, "Will you take our cattle in exchange?" And he says, "Yes." So he takes the cattle. Then they're going to run out of cattle, and he's going to say, "Will you take our land?" Yes. And so by the end of the famine. Pharaoh owns Egypt, basically, and he's got lots of money. And so Joseph has been very shrewd. He's been a good businessman, and he's taking care of the one who took care of him, Pharaoh, which is what God would want us to do. All right, there you go. Here are the test prep questions for segment number three. Go ahead and screenshot that. That'll give you a head start on the final test. You got it? Boy, that water tastes good going down. Ooh, doggy. Let's be silly. What do cats eat for breakfast? I told you. Did I tell you? I told you. Did I not? I told you. It's going to be a cat joke. What do cats eat for breakfast? Well, they eat mice krispies. 
not Rice Krispies, Mice Krispies. You can remember that one. Put that one down. <laughs> Woo! Mice Krispies, that's what it is. All right, segment number four. There's five segments, remember? Apply the why, doing, 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 doing. Apply the why. This is where we go back to that text and we say to ourselves, okay, all of that's interesting material. I got my five questions in my head, all that kind of thing. But how does it change me? What does it do to make me a better person? I'm glad you asked. I am so glad you asked that question because we're fixing to look at it. Are you ready? Here we go. All right. By way of application, I was drawn to this little phrase that I've already talked a little bit about, but the whole idea of Jacob blessing Pharaoh, it's kind of like me meeting the president of the United States. And I go in there and I say, Mr. President, I want to tell you that uh, God offers his blessing because of, you know, or I want to pray with you, or I want to, you know, what that kind of a thing. Instead of going in there expecting him to be a blessing to me, I bless him. You see what's happening here? Jacob's going to bless Pharaoh. That's pretty cool, isn't it? What does it mean to give someone a blessing? You're going to have two parts to your question you're going to have to answer for the test. What does it mean to give a blessing? So you might give an example. You know, if you're going to, <coughs> if you're going to bless your brother, your sister, you're going to bless your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your grandma. If you're going to give a blessing to somebody else, what would that look like? And then the second part of your question is going to be, why does it seem unusual for Jacob to be the one who blesses Pharaoh? Why is that a little odd? I've already explained to you, but you can go ahead and write it down again. Why is it a little odd for Jacob to be the one who blesses Pharaoh? Let's see if that's the question. Prep test? Test prep? Segment four. Yep. There it is. I told you it would be. What does it mean to give someone a blessing? And what? why does it seem unusual for Jacob to be the one blessing Pharaoh? It's almost like I made this lesson up ahead of time. Let's be silly. There he is. Hey, man, I'm not feeling good today. Can you smile just a little bit? Just a little tiny smile. Give me just. Not going to do it, huh? What do you call friends who love math? Well, i got to be honest with you. I haven't had too many of them. <laughs> I wasn't very good at math. Now, I will say this. My wife is like crazy good at math. And so she's like the most important math person I know in all of my life. And so I like her a lot. And so she's really my friend. Did that make it too dark in here? Kind of did, didn't it? That light is on my screen. Did you guys notice that? How's that? You see, see it? It's right here. No, right there. Right there. It looks like somebody has got one of those Star Wars laser weapons. What do you call it? Laser sword? Kind of thing. It's it's my light. Let's pull it back here. Still see it? Can you still see it? How about if I put it back there? Still see it? Guys, don't pay attention to that. Look at me. I'm the guy. <laughs> We're into the silliness. Uh, what do you call friends who love math? Well, I'm going to tell you what you call them. You call them algebras. Algebras. I didn't like algebra either. Did you? You do. You must be really smart. Wow. Well, Fuzzball, you need to get a comb. We'll talk to you next time. All right, here we go. Segment number five. This is the final and the concluding segment of our time together. I'm sorry, guys, but that just bothers me. I can't do that. The whole laser 
sword thing? He, look, he's still there. What in the world? It must not be this one. I think it's this one over here. Let's try this, see what happens. No. Where's that even coming from? <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from, but it bothers me. Stop looking at it. Time to test. See how excited she is? Oh, joy. She just can't hardly wait. Is that you? Here we go. Here are your questions for this fine time together. We're into test number 44. Can you guys believe it? We've been in Genesis a long time. Go ahead and screenshot that. That is your test. That's the final test. All right. Well, what is it I say about this time every time? I love you and I appreciate you. Oh, yeah. Be there. Matthew 16, 26.